Hey friends, real quick, just wanted to let you know that today's podcast is being sponsored by 25 Transportations and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions, spelled T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number 5, I-V-E. They provide five-star logistics services for the Mid-Atlantic region. So if you're in need of quality transportation delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination all safe and secure, please contact 25 Transportation and Solutions by emailing them at info at 25.org. That's info, I-N-F-O, at 25, T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number 5, I-V-E dot org, or calling them at 240-479-6376. See you out on the road. Now let's get into today's episode of the Truth and Coffee Time podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian. Let's go. Hello, Mr. B. What's up? What's up? We've been trying to get this recording off the ground for about three or four days now. Yeah, you've been slacking. Me? <laughs> Come on now. Come on, tell the truth. Now we go through this. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. I don't know. I'm so energetic and, you know. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> yeah, that's what you call it, huh? <laughs> ready to go. That's what you call it. Energetic and ready to go. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm still trying to recuperate. Today when you said to me, he was like, you know, we're going to try to get some of these rooms together because, you know, we had started remodeling before you got sick. And you said, we're going to start. And I gave you that look. I know. That's what I asked you. I was like, what's the look for? The look was for your energy is not back yet. And it's been hard enough just to get you to get enough energy in you to want to, to do the podcast or to want to research and do some stuff. And I'm like, and that's not physical labor. That's just mental labor. That's just, worse. Do you think? Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> well, that's why I gave you that look today because I'm like, yeah, uh, okay. Mine's there, but... Yeah, you're mental. You you have you Keep have that great same energy. you have great intention and you want to do it, but you ain't over COVID yet. And even uh-huh. though your mind wants to do it, your body is like, no, bro, you got rest. You got me on. That's just uh, got me. I think it's a combination, though. I think it's a combination. Don't you? Hmm? Yeah, I think it's a combination. What you drinking tonight? I know what we're gonna talk about for the drinking, but I'm gonna ask you what you drinking anyway. I mean. I got this new coffee. It's the, they're actually right here out of Virginia, but Vienna, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's um, Black Nerd Coffee. I know. I'm so in love with it. And, and this is the dark roast. I'm telling you, it's real good. And I like it. And I don't, I'm not a dark roast drinker, but I love this coffee. And um, I think the website was I mean, the yeah, web- if, we go, if you want to plug them, we can. It's yeah. the. Plug it's them. A, they deserve it. Black. Maybe they'll give us a, a few kickbacks and a few free bags of coffee. What do you think? looking for a kickback. <laughs> I'm looking for Lately. that free bag of coffee. Uh, it's blacknerdcoffee.com. Out of Vienna, Virginia. Yep. Y'all, this coffee is so good. And you can get this Columbia single origin dark roast. And it's the ground coffee. And they describe it as bright caramel nutty i'm telling y'all it's the truth i do not drink 
<clears throat> excuse me, I don't drink dark roast, but this coffee is really good and you can get it ground or you can get it in the beans and you can grind it yourself. But it is amazing. We got this coffee maybe a week ago and we are already ready to order another bag of coffee of this. It's just really that good. And it's good black, no sugar, no cream. So, you know, he drinks his black. I have to have the a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cream and I haven't had to have anything with this coffee. It's really good. So you guys try it. It's called Black Nerd Coffee. Columbia is what we are stuck on right now. Dark Roast. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, we did get another coffee in the mail from a friend of mine in Dallas and we're going to let you guys know how that one is too soon. Oh, there's one other thing too, honey. Um, the love mug, L-U-V-M-U-G. We ordered some love mugs from another local diverse supplier here in the the DMV area. Cute mugs. Oh, man, so cute. We found them on social media. We're always trying to find little unique um, coffee um, suppliers, little unique um, um, coffee mug suppliers, and we really love them. And there, I believe there's, theirs is lovemug.com. It's L-U-V-M-U-G.com. And the mugs all have a little heart on them, but they all have a little saying on it. I think we got one that said, um, um, today I'll be stepping into my purpose. And then another one was like, um, um, don't talk to me until I finish what's in this cup. <laughs> yeah. I gave that one to Mr. B. Yeah. <laughs> Fit my personality. <laughs> But I love it. So, um, you know, support your your local diverse suppliers. Um, you find some some really cool treasures with them. So how you doing, Mr. B? Again, how you doing? How you doing? And what are we talking about today? Oh, uh, I'm doing good. I don't have, uh, I guess, I don't have any issues. Other than the fact that. I'm tired as hell, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll get over that. All right. Um, we're talking about. Bullied as a child, mm-hmm. scarred as an adult. Absolutely. And Absolutely. If, it, if it translates, mm-hmm. I mean... Were you ever bullied as a child, Mr. B? I mean... What, what I'm is, sure everyone has had some form of bullying, but... bullied, but I mean, how you... I, other people, I think there's levels to it, though. Yeah. Some Absolutely, people, Some people know. take bullying as uh, more of a, a challenge, and mm-hmm. then some people take bullying as, uh, this person won't leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, or they take it all the way personal and, and end up doing physical personal. harm. No, no. They take it all the way personal, and I'm saying mm-hmm. internalize it, and then they're the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people feel like if somebody's bullying on them, they're the reason why that oh, person's oh, bullying Oh, internalizing, right. like saying yeah. they become self-conscious of themselves, saying, well, if right. I... Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I get where you're going with that. Versus, you better get the hell out of my face with that. Right, but everyone is not that strong. I mean, that's why you you see some people, there are kids who commit suicide. There are adults who commit suicide or either... They go out and they get weapons and they want to kill everybody because that bullying takes a complete toll on your on your mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like you were saying, everyone gets a form of bullying, but I think there's levels to it. Like some people may just get a, a little bit of bullying or hazing and, and then nothing else and it goes away. Where there are other people that are getting bullied extensively every day like it they don't want to go to school they don't want to leave, leave their house because the bullying is so bad right you know and some people turn that into something that's really detrimental to their lives as an adult and then some people turn it into something positive meaning that they try to turn that and do something else with it like i know there's this young lady that uh, was bullied because of her dark skin in in school, and it was like horrible. Like they bullied her so bad, but she turned it around and did start doing like a clothing line called Flexing in My Complexion, mm-hmm. and um, and it turned into a modeling career. And now she's a a social media influencer, and and she's inspiring other kids, other kids, especially of dark skin. So she turned what was negative into, into something that was positive to help others but everyone is not that strong everyone is not that strong no it, it, i think it also depends if you're alone or not mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're uh 
latchkey kid that's going back and forth to school and don't see your parents because mm-hmm. they're working. And then mm-hmm. when you do see them, they're asking you more questions like, did you get your homework done? Did you do right. this? Did you do that? Did you clean up? Did you? Mm-hmm. And they don't, there's, there's no time for, you know, how was your day or, you know. The communication the for communication you to let them gap know. is like, yeah, that I'm, that I'm being bullied or something. And then some people say, you know, I'm being bullied. And the dad's like, Psh, punch him in the mouth. You know, like, what are you what are you letting them bully you for? Right. Right. But, or or the schools don't handle it properly. They don't right. do what they're supposed to do. Oh, I, I, I can tell you today's schooling is way different than mm-hmm. our schooling. Mm-hmm. Like teachers, you talk about putting hands on people. We got paddled for doing things that these kids, man, they don't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting paddled. I remember the story I was telling you about. I got in trouble at school and I had a skirt on. They get, first of all, they scheduled the paddling. I got in trouble like on a Monday Mm -hmm. and then I had to go to the, the principal's office and I was told that I had to come back on that Wednesday to get a paddling. I wore a skirt to school on that Wednesday thinking that they would not paddle me because I had on a skirt. They whooped that ass. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you they whooped that ass. (laughs) Ooh, that was the worst. I ain't wearing no skirt. Tell me about it. Mr. Tell me about B, that. Mr. B, Mr. B, Mr. B. And I, I remember walking to the principal office on that Wednesday, and I just thought, they are not going to hit me because I got this skirt on, and that would be inappropriate for them to make me bend over mm-hmm. and, and hit me with this paddle. And so when I walked in, and uh, the principal was like, well, you know you know the routine. And there was a, another teacher in there, and it was like, well, you got to you know put your hands on the wall. And I was like, you can't paddle me I have on a skirt and he was like girl if you don't put your hands on that wall oh my gosh I regret it ever because that little thin skirt mm, hell no <laughs> my butt was was wept up and swollen yeah. for days and but it that's was what amazing I'm ta- that's what I'm saying I mean in our day you got punished, you got for, punished. For, for, for doing wrong physically punished and, and was that good I don't think that was good either they just you know, all these kids are sensitive. Yeah, but they are sensitive, but they probably got some sensitive ass bullies out there. That's why they bullying. They're bullying. They're sensitive. They're bullying. Well, so the question was, have you ever been bullied? That's the question because yeah. I, I was a, a a victim. So I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been bullied, right? I mean, it, but there's levels. How did you handle it? Fought. And did you did you physical physicality? I can remember physicality. Mm-hmm. I, that was that was it. I remember walking through a path, and the there was a path that led to our school, and mm-hmm. they were taking these people's money, lunch money or whatever, Ain't that something? throwing that them against like the fences of... and stuff like that. And I walked through there, and they were trying to take mine, and I just fight. They got the money. Would they whoop your ass though, Mister B? Sometimes you got three or four people against you, and they're 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 different <laughs> age. They're like high schoolers. You're in the middle school, so they're mm-hmm. beating you up. But I, hey, every day I come in there, just a bigger pipe yeah. in the book bag. Yeah. I remember when one of y'all going to catch a, a blow to the face. Yeah, I remember when BJ used to get bullied and he would come and tell you it would be three or four people. And I remember you told him one time, well, it may be three or four people and you may get your ass whooped. But one of them should get their ass whooped. One of them you going to be, the hospital. You should be focused on one yeah. to, you know, until you just kind of, kind of. But, you know, bullying was bad for him, too. It was really bad for mm-hmm. him, and it it affect. I see the effects on him, yeah. you know now because because of that he has a real hard time taking any directions from anyone because he he sees it automatically as someone trying to bully or control him. Well, you know, I, I can remember manipulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, when a mental bullying. Right, right. I can remember when um, my mother was murdered. Mm-hmm. That. The manipulation that the person had over top of her mm-hmm. that killed her, that right there, I was I was devastated. But I was also, no one's never going to manipulate me. I can remember going to, I can't remember where we were, but That's we were talking. That's a form of abuse <clears throat> and right. mm-hmm. We were in the courthouse <laughs> and the lady says something. I was like, you're not going to manipulate me. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't go that route. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me. Don't, don't go that route. Right. 
you know, you're not going to manipulate me. But I remember you being so angry after that. I mean, we all were hurt. We all was devastated. I mean, yeah. um, my mother-in-law was my best friend. Right. You know, there's not an Easter that goes by that I don't think about her the entire time right. because, you know, where some people love Christmas and Thanksgiving, Easter was her thing. Mm-hmm. And she started planning Easter stuff two months before Easter, mm-hmm. you know. and um, Well, she actually, let's talk, if we're talking about it, she actually got killed over the bullying. Mm-hmm. Because she was being bullied in her own house. She was being bullied in her own house. In her own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I remember after it happened that you being so angry and you started drinking and you became so angry that you were in that bullying state, like you wanted to fight everyone, you know, and and not even just physical, but just argue like everything was. Well, they say that's how bullies are created is Mm -hmm. through trauma and stress. So if you're if you're at home, more than likely, if it's one out of every one out of every Statistics three kids, one yeah, out of every, one out of every three, yeah. three kids are being mm-hmm. bullied mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. then maybe the households are stressed or there's trauma in it. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. Right. You know, we don't know because you're not you're not in their homes. You might see these kids in the neighborhood, but you don't you don't know what they actually go through at their house. Right. It might be a nice house on the corner and everybody. Well, we found that that, that doesn't family, make a difference. Yeah, that doesn't make <clears throat> no difference whatsoever we found that doesn't make a difference i know one thing because i'm a victim of of bullying Mm -hmm. that it affects your adulthood it really affects your adulthood i i can recall being in middle school and this very popular girl um in in middle school um would bully me and she would just talk about me everybody i didn't i didn't have the the latest clothing you know i didn't have the latest shoes you know my bringing i bringing up was very um meager. you know meager yeah and so i didn't have the latest this or the latest that or you know s- stuff like that and i can remember i can remember the Lee press on nails because I wanted to have nails and I was so stressed and so emotionally just, you know, over the top with my emotions as a kid because of my childhood that I would bite my nails and Mm -hmm. I would bite my nails down to the quick till they would bleed. My nail beds would be sore. And so it was when Lee press on nails came out and I saved up enough money and we went to Walgreens and my grandmother let me buy the little um, the little Lee press on nails and I put them on and I was just so proud of my little nails. I was in middle school, so proud of my little nails. And I went to school and we was in social studies. It was either social studies or language arts. And I'm walking down. We had all the little, you know, desk and everything. And I'm walking down the middle of the aisle so I can get to my desk. And the girl starts bullying me and just talking about me like she does, like she did every day. And she's a cheerleader talking about me bullying me her little boyfriend was there um some of the other little cheerleaders was in there and her little crew and she started saying oh my god look at her she got them fake ass nails on da 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 and I would I would always try to ignore her try to ignore her try to ignore her because I never liked confrontation and on this day that um, was your first mistake (laughs) I know right (laughs) <clears throat> on this day, I said something to him like, shut up. Why are you always bothering me? You know, and I told her to shut up or whatever. And she came out of the desk and she grabbed me and they held me down and flicked my lead press on nails off. One by would just start flicking my right. nails off. And, you know, people were laughing and I was crying. And when it happened, I had my little purse on and I used to carry a little uh, thing of Vaseline in my purse. So I can put on my lips because mm. I didn't have lip gloss and like the other girls did. So I would put Vaseline on my lips. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then, I don't know if they had the little things of Vaseline. They had the little big jar. And I would put Vaseline in my purse and some of And my purse broke and the Vaseline ran, you know, rolled down the mm-hmm. aisle. And um, she was saying, look at, look at her. That bitch can't even afford lip gloss she got to get Vaseline they had plucked my nails off I was crying I was a mess and um I ran out of the class and I asked him could I call my dad to my grandfather to come and get me and I just remember that here I am 50 some years old Mm -hmm. I still remember that fast forward to high school the same cheerleader same girl (laughs) still bullying right still had 
you know, dumb shit to say about me all the time, you know, was all, would always call out what I'm wearing. Look at her. She can't even afford this. And y'all, why, why she got that shit on or why? It was always something with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm a basketball player. Right. She's a cheerleader. That's why I don't like cheerleaders right now, probably. <laughs> but I'm a basketball player. And your daughters was both cheerleaders. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and I was so glad when they was like, nah, this ain't for me. I'm going to be an athlete. Yes. Go do that athlete, baby. <laughs> you know, so we, we're on the bus. So the cheerleaders would be in the front and the basketball players in the back. And I just hated every moment around this girl. Here we now fast forward to adulthood. This, this happened maybe, you no. Know, since we've been living here, so maybe six years ago, I was having lunch okay. with an old friend of mine from home, right? High school friend. Me and her have known each other since we I, were I babies, and we're sitting and having lunch because we try to have lunch every now and then to catch up. And she says to me, "Have uh, uh, have you heard from any of the 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 co- you know the schoolmates from high mm-hmm. school?" And I named a couple. I'm like, yeah, I heard from such and such, such, and we keep in touch or whatever. And she says, well, what about blah, blah, and blah, blah. And she starts naming mm-hmm. these, you know, a couple cheerleaders or whatever. And I was like, hell no, I ain't heard from them, and I don't want to hear from them. Right. And she was like, you you ain't, uh, you ain't didn't friend them on, on Facebook. And I said, no, why would I do that? And she's like, why? Like, what happened? And I said, those girls bullied me so bad. And she said, my friend said to me, girl... That's in the past. You got to let the past go. And I looked at her and I said, that is a perfect statement coming from a person who was never bullied. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what those girls did to me and how it has affected my adulthood. Mm-hmm. I have had to have therapy about some of the shit that those girls have done for me. Why would I go and friend them on social media and anything else? Some of those girls. So you can find out where they live <laughs> and then get a big thing of sugar <laughs> and put it in a gas Dump tank. it in a gas. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But it's really crazy because some of them want. And then she says. I don't know, would would they even accept your friend? Right, like, like, nah, I ain't messing with that. I ain't messing with her because I know know they know. I gave her the business. I know they know. know. Mm -hmm. Because they continued it from elementary to middle to high school. So it isn't like it was done in elementary school and then they didn't do it again. And they can sit back and say, you know, I don't even remember that, but I'm sorry. But these heifers did this in elementary, middle school, yeah, high school, you know, and... And then she says to me, she says, um, well, you know, so-and-so is a pastor now or a minister now. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. because I, I don't feel like I don't feel like that negates her from what they did to now, me. Now you're talking like you're my wife, like, like I never rubbed off on you. I just don't feel like that negates her for what she did to me. Like, you you got it right with God, and I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go do your thing. I love the Lord just as much as, I mean, just go do your thing. But I don't care. Right. What you did to me was unforgivable. Mm-hmm. I have carried those scars all the way to adulthood to the to the point where I've had to have therapy. Mm-hmm. While you sitting up in the pulpit preaching, you know, hell, hell, fire brim and hell, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't care. I don't care. So as an adult, you have to deal with what has happened in your past and bullying can really affect you. Some people grow up and never get over it and commit suicide and do all kinds of stuff right. at the hands of the shit that you did as a kid. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. Whew. It was a mouthful. Yeah, keep it rolling. <laughs> okay, so now, so I read, I had this article, and I'm going to pull it up here in a late, later on. It says 10 ways for adults to heal from childhood bullying. So I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But did you have any issues with with even um, defending other kids from bullies? <clears throat> no, we, we, talk, we talked about that before. We used to, I used to walk to school um, most of the, most of the time in high school, I, we took the bus. I was on a bus. It was a city bus mm-hmm. or a yellow bus, depending on where I lived, because mm-hmm. I moved around a lot. But um, this one place that we lived, we were close to the school, and it was my 11th, 12th grade year. I used to walk and walk up. They had this little, it was like a bridge 
that was fenced in bridge that went across a major highway right. that you could go across. You didn't have to wait on the on the stoplights. And um, these guys, they were like trolls just hanging up in the bridge, <laughs> just bothering people. Yeah. And these two um, people that were our kids that were walking in front of me were gothic you know, baggy pants, all mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. all the different uh, eyeliner and and different things, different. But they were they would get bullied. Yeah. And I was behind them one day and walking, and the guys were messing with them, and I I just said, "Come on, man, leave me alone." And so then they directed their attention to me instead of them. So we got to fighting. The girl uh, that was the, I I was fighting both of the guys, and then the girl who was was with her I th- it was either her friend or boyfriend she said um she started beating the dude with the purse and then <laughs> i guess she got brave it was more than one person there you know so and then you know it, it squashed and we went one way and they went another right they said you know wait until tomorrow and all that kind of stuff right so the next day I can remember them standing on the corner. They used to always be in front of me when we walked, but they were standing on the corner waiting on me like, uh, it is tomorrow. They said they will be there. <laughs> so we just walked to school and then went, nothing never happened. But, you know, it was it was just something that's that that's that's bullying as yeah. well. So. Well, you know, it's crazy because as much as as our son was bullied, I remember when he was in high school and you got that phone call. Right. And um, they were saying to you, well, there was a big fight at school. Um, we need you to come up and uh, or need you to talk to Brian, make sure he's OK. And you was like, well, what happened? They said, oh, no, he wasn't being bullied or bullied, but he stood in the between the bullies and the kids. Mm-hmm. And so because he did that, they targeted him. Right. You know, and it takes that's a a whole different type of courage, especially in middle school and high school for you to stand between the bullies and the people who they're bullying. Because now most of these kids just pull out their phone and film it. Right. They don't try to stop it. You know, they see a kid well, getting we bullied every day. Right. But y'all, but but kids would stand around in circles. They if wouldn't do anything. If we did have anything. phones, there'd be a lot of people in either jail or. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. If they had phones. Phew. Yeah. Like that girl take snapping off my Lee press on nails. Her ass. I don't know. You'd have been a meme. <laughs> <laughs> Wait you'd a minute. Have, you'd have been a meme. Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to have therapy because you said that. <laughs> Be like, look at that. Suck look it up, this. woman. <laughs> you know, that is too funny. But, yeah, the kids now, they have... You um, set yourself up. I know. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I don't try to. I'm I'm so gullible, you know, but... You don't tell I would be a cute meme. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I would be a cute meme. They'd be like, oh, I feel so sorry for her. She's so cute. See, the, <laughs> you, you, you want to say, eh, don't pay no attention to them. But you they'll can't. Get, they'll, they'll, they'll fit, they'll fit, once you pay no pay no attention to them, they'll figure something else out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But bullies, man, they just keep it rolling, they don't keep, they? They have stamina. They just like I swear they do. They have stamina. Keep it going. They have stamina. And, and you remember nowadays, that girl? You remember that girl that used to beat Brian up all the time? And I'm talking about. And I can remember. I can remember. Brian gonna kill you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this girl was huge. She was yes, bigger she than was. me yes, in the was. fifth grade. Yes, she was. And. I can remember Erica. No, but first the, going to pick him up wait, because first, he said somebody but, was but, beating him but up. But when he said it was a girl, his sister was like, what? "I got it." No, no, they was like, "What? You scared of a girl?" Da 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 da. And he was like, "I can't hit her." He said, "No, I can't hit her because we was taught that we shouldn't hit girls. Plus, she big as hell." <laughs> like Erica went up there. She said, "Whew." She yeah. said, she, "I had to hit her with a broom." Yeah, she took the broom. <laughs> She took a broom up there. Yeah, she did. She said, she said, that bee was big. I had to hit her with a broom. <laughs> I was like, good job. She said, she said, Brian, the next time it happened, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Years later, yeah. we were in Macy's and Brian was buying something. I can't even remember what it was. Had a shirt or something mm-hmm. like that. And he walked to the counter and there she was. Yep. And he was like. Still big. Cute as a button. Look. His face was like. 
she was, big as in tight, like tall, just big girl. Mm-hmm. Am, man, Amazon it. Yeah. But I'm just saying height, but, everything. Mm-hmm. But she, he looked at her and he wasn't really speaking and everything. Yes, and right. she said, Brian, get over it. We was kids. I can tell you one even, <laughs> no, I can tell you one even crazier about her. And I don't know if we told you this, same girl, same bullying. The job that I, the company I used to work for before this company, she was one of the security guards that, that let you I, in the building, the reception, the security she, that let calling. you in the building. And and I remember, I didn't even recognize her. And one day, Brian dropped me off at work. And by the time I got upstairs, he's calling me on my cell phone. He's like, Mom, you, that's so, such and such at the, the, um, the security. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I ain't walking in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, bullies, you remember when one of our grand joys had joined the cheer, joined the cheer squad. Mm-hmm. You talk about some mean girls. That was a mean girl society. And all cheer squads are not like that. So I don't even want to put it out there that says they're like that because I have. Yeah, because I have a a few friends who kids are on cheer squads and they are like family. They are, it's beautiful. But this cheer squad was, oh my goodness, these little girls were so mean. The moms were cliquish. We never fit in. We just never could even jail or fit in. And I remember they cornered uh, our grand joy in the bathroom. Remember they like twice it happened. They cornered her in the bathroom and she had to kind of fight her way out of the bathroom. But yet she got in trouble because they wouldn't believe Mm -hmm. her because she's the new girl. Mm -hmm. Now we ended up leaving it because it just wasn't worth it. It was causing so much pain Mm -hmm. and anguish and stress. And she was really good on that cheer squad. But she would cry when it's time to go and I'm like why are you crying she said because they are so mean to her and they would like corner her in places and do such mean things to her I didn't I didn't I didn't like the uh the dynamics of that uh competition cheer and stuff but you know mean girls grow up to be mean girl adults with and then and they grow up to have these little cliques and it's just horrible to see the the cycle just go from one to the next and it's like no one who breaks that cycle you know what I mean? Because right. those girls were mean, but their moms were just as cliquish and, and standoffers. Like sometimes Tiffany would go with me and we sit in the back and not one person. I think maybe two of the moms would would talk to us. Two of them. Yep. Two of the moms would talk to us. One of them, I'm still um, on social media with them. We still kind of talk, chat back and forth a little bit. But other than that, nothing. They wouldn't talk to us at all. Yeah. Very clickish and you wonder about them were they mean girls when they were in school because these girls were mean i mean downright mean and to the point where you know she didn't want to she didn't want to do what she loved like that's the thing about being bullied you can be bullied so much that the very thing that you love to do you won't do it to avoid that right you know so um, so let's get into let's get into 10 ways. Um, this article I have, guys, it says 10 ways for adults to heal from childhood bullying, because being bullied as a child, you can be scarred as an adult. You can carry that with you forever. Like I was saying with me, I've had to have therapy. We've t- we me and you have talked about it. I've been angry or I, I will see these these girls on social media and it just brings anger up in me. Um, I remember my my friend from Delaware. We was on the phone talking and we were talking about how she was being bullied in high school. And some of these girls that bullied me were the same girls that bullied her. And they bullied her. She had it worse than I did. Y'all should have linked up. But you know, that's really funny because at the time I didn't know she was being bullied by these same girls. And they were some busy girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got stamina. I'm telling you, bullies are, they, 
They got stamina. But she was being bullied so bad, Brian, so bad that she didn't want to come to her graduation. She just wanted to be done with school. I have to think. I only. I, I can't remember if she did come because it was so bad. And we were talking on the phone and she was telling me that one of the bullies she found out had passed away. And she was like, you know, D, I don't wish nothing bad. I don't wish no death on anyone. But that girl made my life so miserable that I just don't give a shit. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. And when bullying gets you to that point where you don't even care if a person passes away, that's bad. That means that person made your life. And and when I was talking to her on the phone, she said to me, D, they made my high school experience absolutely miserable. Miserable. So that is no joke. It's levels to bullying. Some people just, they, they find a target and they just won't, they won't let off of it. Right. They just won't let off of it. So this article says, it's, it's from Very Well Family, and it says 10 ways for an adults, for adults to heal from childhood bullying. Um, I'm just going to go over a few of them, but I'm going to put them on um, our show notes on our website. On um, You can go into truthandcoffeetime.com or you can go into diverselove.com and you can see our show notes on this. And it was saying here that um, there are lingering effects and research has shown that adults who were bullied um, as a child, they have increased anxieties, which I do. They have anxiety disorder. They have depression. I, I've suffered with depression um, much better now. But uh, young, in our younger years of marriage, it would debilitate me to the point where I can't even leave the house. Suicidal thoughts or either um, even suicide. And they were saying that... Um, uh, a couple of ways to get through it is acknowledge bullying that was in your past, meaning get to get to the fact that, yes, you were bullied and acknowledge those. I don't think that that's hard to do. I acknowledge it. I know I was bullied. Right. You know, and I know the helpers that was doing it. And I see some of them on social media. They're not my friends, but they are a friend of friends on social media. You right. know what I mean? And and certain things happen to them. You know, like sometimes I'll see them say, you know, hey, can y'all pray for me? for And it's hard for me to even feel a compassion or empathy for them. Because every time I see them, all I see is what they, the hurt they caused me. Right. And, and it wasn't hurt. Um, mistakenly, it was intentional hurt. It was intentional mm-hmm. pain on purpose. You know, pain on purpose. Wow. Right. You know? Right. Um, and the other one said, prioritize your health for recovery. You know, um, victims of bullying, they often deal with, like I said, anxiety, eating disorders, headaches, insomnia. You know I don't sleep. Um, mm-hmm. Post-traumatic stress and stress conditions. I was going to say all those conditions are <laughs> PTSD. Yes. Because it's traumatic. Can you imagine being bullied from elementary to middle to high school, Brian? Mm. That's like being in a war zone for 12 years. Men, men and women and soldiers who have PTSD comes from traumatic incident in, in combative situations. But those combative situations may last 30 days. It may have something that an happened hour. an hour. Mm-hmm. Like they was, they've been out in the field for two weeks, but this one thing that happened one hour and now... In a particular area. Exactly. So now they have PTSD. But this PTSD could be from being bullied throughout your entire life of school. So you're looking at 12 years. And if you're in the same school zone with the same stupid ass bullies, Mm -hmm. they bully you from elementary to middle to high school. Wow. Yeah. I can see where that could, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's saying that you have to really work to reclaim uh, control of your adulthood. You may feel powerless. um, So you have to really start like um, getting in touch with your emotions so you can recover. You have to recognize your value and your worth. Like you said, sometimes bullying causes you to look at yourself. It's almost like being a Stockholm syndrome or being abused where you look at yourself and say, oh, you know what? Well, maybe if I hadn't wore that, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. did this. Or, or maybe if I hadn't have um, said this, they wouldn't have did this. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not true. No, it isn't. That's not true because they was going to bully you anyway. Right. <laughs> they was going to do it anyway. Correct. The other one, it says avoid isolating yourself, like avoid being by yourself yes. with your thoughts. That demon pops in. When you're by yourself with your yep. thoughts, that's one reason where you. That's why I was saying these these <laughs> these kids that are that are 
not at home with parents yeah. for whatever time frame, and then their parents come home late. They don't They're really left get, with their thoughts. Yeah, and they don't mm-hmm. get nothing off their chest. Yeah. And if they don't have a big friend base or they have only a couple friends, I mean, if your friends aren't going through what you're going through, yeah. You know, most 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 kids in high school they kind of team up. You know. Um, it says seek trauma therapy or trauma support. I I highly we you know we believe in therapy and I highly recommend I that. Highly recommend that because it is a heightened form of PTSD to be bullied as a child and be scarred as an adult, and it and it seeps into your family, mm-hmm. into your kids, into your lifestyle, into um, your work. Yeah. It seeps into it. I mean. Even kids who are being bullied because they're different. I mean, I had friends in school who were gay and they were scared to even come out or say anything because they were being bullied so bad or they would be afraid that they would be bullied, you know, and that carries into your adulthood as as well. Change your thought processes, which is you can is easy to say, but it's, it's hard to do. Many times people who are healing from childhood bullying, they they ruminate about what they experienced or become obsessed with and and not experiencing the pain again. So in other words, like you said, when when, um, you know, Gloria was murdered and you said from that point on, no one is going to manipulate you because, you know, her murder came out of her being manipulated. So now you have a heightened sense to people trying to manipulate you. And it could be something really simple, but you can't you can't take it, period. I can remember when it was on Fourth of July and we were down at the at the lake. And this was just a couple months Mm -hmm. after my mom was uh, murdered and you were we were sitting down eating and Erica ran up on us and said some dude pushed her down well mm-hmm. I was I say well you mean was it a kid is it an adult she's like it's, it's a guy it's a man mm-hmm. and she and was, was like, like ninth grade and I was like well show me who he is and it's the way I said it you were like nah mm-hmm. oh, I was where, like oh my god where is, mm-hmm. <laughs> no don't but, show him and, yeah. and you were already angry. We yeah, were no, no, I was ready. You know? I was ready to go. But when I walked out there and I seen it was an who adult. it was, mm-hmm. it was a shit. This dude was six six. Just, just drunk big. adult. Then got yeah. drunk and just then picking on my kids. Child on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I started questioning <laughs> him. And he tried to walk past me, so I got in front of him. And his friend, his friend, jumped out. It was, I guess it was his brother or something that mm-hmm. he was saying. But he came out, and that's the one I had the hardest problem with, because yeah. he was small and sawed off. The big dude, he fell like a like a like a tree. Mm-hmm, but the, mm-hmm. the little dude, man, he was he yeah. was in my lunch. A little feist, though. Yeah, I know. But yeah. this is the kicker. You ain't want me to fight. So when the lady came out and she said, "Why you gotta do this?" She started yelling at me. Why you gotta put me on Front Street though? Why? And I had you behind <laughs> me. You done punched that lady in the face. Back out. <laughs> I said what, and that's when everything broke loose. Tables slipping. Got you behind me. I got, 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 got the lady fell in the bushes. She was charging. She started charging at us, and and I'm got Erica behind me, and she just started charging, and my instincts, and my instincts it, just came. And wasn't it so convenient for Tiffany's friends to come in like 20 yeah. minutes later? Yeah. Like, oh, what happened? I wish I was here. Mm-hmm. I wish, wish mm-hmm. I was here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get the hell out of here with that. They was both like six six. We needed, I needed y'all, y'all then. Yeah, I ain't need y'all now. But ju- but look at but look at that. This we got man, free food for a year though. We sure that, did. I that, love that place. That, mm-hmm. that place I ain't gonna even call the name of it. That, but, place, that place said. Ooh. That place said. Hey, look, we seen y'all was protecting our establishment. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that's what we was. That's doing. what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's free coupons. Yeah, I was eating we down was there eating every day. Coupons forever, but. That's another form of bullying, getting drunk and just picking on people. Just getting mm-hmm. drunk. And, and here you just happen to be picking on a child, Picked on the, the wrong, wrong child. child, you know. But here it is. But who knows the traumatic things that has happened in this dude life that causes him to drink and causes him now to turn his anger on other people. And and what people don't understand is when you do that and you turn on other people, you don't know what traumatic stuff that they've been through. Because here you are. We just came off of your mother being murdered. I mean, I don't think we were 30 days out of it. No, and you I, were already angry. You were already looking no, to, I, I to, wanted, to, to release that anger. No, I wanted to fight that night. Mm-hmm. Especially when I found out there was 
was mm-hmm. some dude that was that big. He was huge. Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah. So you got. You, I mean, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You know, I. I. You know, we're gonna wrap this up, but I do remember trying to hang and impress my friends. The ones who was. I had a couple of friends in high school that picked on other people, and I would try to. Uh, follow suit with them one or two times to to fit in to be impressed and that mm-hmm. just wasn't me because I was being bullied that was not me I remember apologizing to those people those people I'm not friends with any I I they I had to wean myself away from them right. I was an athlete you know I wasn't the, the greatest athlete but I loved being an athlete and I just felt like what am I doing out here trying to fit in and dealing with, you know, these people who are picking on people that I, I would feel sorry and convicted. Like it would happen, Brian, and I would go home and couldn't sleep because it's like, how are you making another person a right. victim when you're a victim yourself? You know why? Because hurt people hurt people. Right. Hurt people hurt people. We, we got to rein that in. We got to get control of that. You have to get control of that. We all do as a human race because a hurt person who hurts another person, then that person hurt another person. It just, it's like this, this cycle uh, that also, goes. Also, if, you, if, if you're, if you see somebody getting bullied, say something about it. You got to. And it's crazy because in this world now, people are, it's just, it's a, it's a danger. Like you can put yourself in harm's way, but. One in every three people. One in every three people. One in every three child. That means you, if you got four children and you send them out the door to go to school every day, Mm -hmm. one of them is getting severely bullied. Ask your kids when they come home how they're doing. Talk with them. Carve out some time in your day to sit down and say, how was your day? Who are your friends? What do y'all do? Or do you feel safe around them? Are you comfortable? Do you trust them? You I don't know. know when can, I, you, can you, can you when trust I, your teacher? Do, when, if you have went to the hospital as of late, they ask you that. Like, mm-hmm. I know I went to the hospital several times, but in the last couple months, but every single time, and I'm, I'm decent, decent mm-hmm, sized man. Mm-hmm. They say, "Are you, are do you feel safe at home?" Mm. And I'm, I'm, I know if they're asking me, they're asking everybody. Yeah, because else. with this pandemic and people being quarantined, the the mental health of people mm-hmm. are really bad. I mean, we've struggled. We got family member and loved ones that are are struggling right now. Which is why we are helping. We are mm-hmm. in a situation right now where we are helping. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just think, oh, my heart, just think about people who are already dealing with trauma and has PTSD from their childhood. Mm-hmm. And now we're in this quarantine they and, they, and they got to be by themselves in a house or something right. and left to their own thoughts. It's just not good. Nope. It's not good. It says that you're supposed to try and find closure so you can move forward. That is easier said than done. That is easier said than done because the bullying you the bullying you experience does not define who you are. Instead, you have to rediscover who you are and then close the door to the past. I would love to close the door to the past. But the way this world is set up right now, every time you close a door, you can see that person again here on on so on this social media or here doing this. And then you always question yourself like, God, this person is doing so well because they probably made peace with whatever they did to whomever they did it mm-hmm. to. And they made peace with God and God is forgiving them. And that's how it's supposed to be. But that victim is looking at that like, but how am I supposed to move forward? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to give myself grace to move forward? So we have to somehow find closure. This was a tough subject, very tough subject, because I probably we probably can end this recording now and I can go on social media to check my Facebook or my Instagram and see the very people or persons that we were talking about and dredge up that daily. <laughs> well, they're not friends, but they're like friend of friend of friend of friends, you know, so it is what it is. <clears throat> I'm enjoying my black nerd coffee. Yeah, it is good. It's good. Perfect coffee. Perfect coffee. Thank you, everyone. Any uh, closing remarks, Mr. B? No. You so matter of fact. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have said it all. You've gotten everything from me. I'm You've done. pulled it all out of me. I'm on sidekick status. <laughs> if I could just please be a sidekick, I would, I would really appreciate that. <laughs> like, like, like your grand joy said, I'm a sideballs. <laughs>
Yeah, look, I used to be a superhero. Now I'm I'm the sidekick. I'm a side boss. You you a cute sidekick though. Oh, no, I ain't look. Got to play your part. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Please continue to rock with us. Please continue to to hang with us. Um, Check out our website at uh, truthandcoffeetime.com or diverselove.com. We have some. We're in Black History Month. We're celebrating our black heritage. We celebrate it every month, but this is the month that they've given, you know, so educate someone, um, you know, on black history. We've gotten some new black history merchandise up on the website, some podcast merchandise up there. So please check us out and grab you a couple because those are going to be limited quantities. We're going to take them down here in about 30 days. So go out there and grab um, you something out, uh, something for black history out there that represents. Um, We have one out there that says black history is every day. Now, do you understand that assignment? If you understand that assignment, go grab you a t-shirt and let everybody know. Um, We also um, are having um, also my book, Grand Joy, is out there. Um, You can get yourself on the wait list. The book is sold out on my website, but it's still available on Amazon and Walmart.com, Barnes and Nobles readily. There's a few other places um, that it is available. I am waiting on a new shipment to come in. So if you order from my website, you will get a signed copy and a couple of um, trinkets as well. truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com if you want to drop us an email to give us some new topics or give us some comments or tell us what you do like or what you don't like. And remember on Anchor, you can actually leave us a voicemail um, concerning these episodes and we will play your, um, your voicemail on our on our podcast recording and we'll play it regardless of um whether it's good feedback or bad feedback because all feedback can be um can be communicated um also uh, hello at diverselove.com is another email we have you can utilize that email if you want to talk about our blogs or the website or the shop you know we love y'all we truly truly love y'all for real and thank y'all for tuning in as we continue to tell our truth over coffee Let's roll. Let's roll. We out. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fixed. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't